Blog Talk Radio. The time is now. On everything. Took my heart away from money. I ain't interested in fame. And I pray that never change. Ambition is priceless. There's something that's in your veins. And I put that on my name. Uh. Only hope I had was selling dope Was on my grind cause times was harder than the seller flow My mama told me never steal and never tell them folks I grew up looking up the niggas that was selling coke Oh, I was raised by the stop sign No religion, I was getting saved by the Glock 9 By the minute I was getting paid like a hotline Serving raw, things calling we was that kind, well connected, well respected and well protected And get accepted, was rejected, now they regret it And get my message, was the signal when I was texting The niggas I was calling was fraud and I learned my lesson Now I move with aggression, use my mind as a weapon Cause chances are never given, they took them like interception So throw that pass, I be the cornerback Me and Lauren, MMG gon' bring that one of them All right, welcome to the Wednesday night wind down. Uh, this is your host, Shamor and Shakir. Shakir, you with me this evening? But of course I am, absolutely. How are you this evening, sir? I'm nice right now. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. Mm-hmm. I can hear the niceness in your voice. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> you need to share. Pass that. That ain't no problem. Brother Keith Jen, Brother Keith Kanye, you can have whatever. It ain't no problem with me. I'm going to need some. I'm going to need that. I've had a long day. Had a long day. But it's all right. You get that to hang out for a little while with people I like. So. Exactly. we just going to go ahead and vibe and keep it moving. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Oh, they already getting started in on you. <laughs> so you got the Barry White going on? <laughs> I, I'm just like I said. I'm nice right now, so don't mind me. All right, I'll watch out, Mama, when he's done with this show. I'm just saying. <laughs> she already knows. No worries there. Oh, that's good stuff right there. Can't be mad at that. Never that. So, um, <laughs> all right. So we got a little topic here. We were um. I've been kind of messing around with it last couple of days on my page, and um, and our guest this evening kind of inspired the topic because I kind of watch her um, as an author, and she does so many things, and it just kind of made me think, you know, what about these women that do so many things? How do men receive them? What are they looking for in men? How do they juggle the the stereotypical roles that a woman has to play or is supposed to play, and does that change because of the times, you know, it's the 21st century. So I just kind of want to have some open dialogue between the sexes 
to kind of see where everybody's head is at. Um, and so our topic this evening is discussing ambitious women and what is it that they are looking for in men and what is it that men expect of them. And then, you know, wherever else the topic's going to take us because you know how we do. Um, so I was, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let you touch on it. Don't go too deep yet, but touch on it for us. Well, I can do that. That's not a problem. Um, I'll be the first one to say when it comes to how things are in the 21st century right now, I have to say that men have gotten to the point where they've actually accepted the paradigm shift, if you want to say, um, when it comes to any kind of stereotypical uh, relationship, as you, were, as you were saying, as far as the roles that women have to play versus the roles that men have to play and all that other good stuff. Um, men are not as rigid as they used to be. Um, and, and I'll, 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 I think some things have come to fruition in terms of a lot of uh, a lot of the highlights of power couples, um, both in Hollywood and in the business world, um, showing different women who happen to be in CEO positions, happen to be in higher higher level executive positions that also have husbands who have their own higher level positions as well. Um, that it's has kind of helped. Yeah, they, that, that concept is kind of it's kind of loosened things up a little bit, so to speak. Um, at least from my perspective, anyway. Um, everything from the business world to Hollywood to the White House itself, at this point as well, you know, they've gotten to the point where men are not as intimidated as they used to be when it comes to a woman who happens to want to have and wants to want more, uh, not only for herself but for the relationship that they have with their husband, with their boyfriend, you know, that type of thing. So I think that terminology, um, the, the 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 prevalence of the power couple um, has kind of helped things out a lot more um, as of lately anyway. Okay. And I, I can go for that. I can go for that because I do know that, um, you know, we, we live in a capitalist society and, after so long, that was going to start to affect how relationships were made. It was just a matter of time. So that power couple thing, that's real. That's so real. So I, I can see that. Um, so what we're going to do at this point is we're going to go ahead and bring on our guest. We're going to kind of get into uh, some of the things that uh, she has going on, and then we'll get back into our topic. And then I got something for our listeners, um, a little special treat for y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and bring on our guest, Ms. York. Are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am good. Just hanging in there. <laughs> it is Yo, how nice. It's nice to finally kind of meet you, put a voice with the face and the communication that yes, we had. Yes, it is. I was just thinking that myself. I was like, ooh, I like her voice. <laughs> <laughs> this is the tired voice that you're getting. It's been a long day. <laughs> I can imagine. But um, yeah. I'm sure you know about long days. I watch your days, honey. Uh, every day is a long day over here. <laughs> I know it every is. Day. Sounds like it. Go ahead, Shakir. 
No, I'm 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 good. I just wanted to say hello to her before we got into uh you know, before we got into vibing and whatnot. So um Hey, don't feel left out, I like your voice too. <laughs> mm, I'm not I'm not feeling left out at all. Trust me. <laughs> so um you go by Kenny, your pen name. Right, right, yeah. Okay. So would you go ahead and tell our listeners some of the stuff that is, because, you know, you inspired my topic because I look at all the things that you do, and I'm like, man, you know, that is a woman that's about some business. So would you go ahead and fill in um, our listeners um, with some of the things that you do? I don't even know where to start. Every time somebody (laughs) asks me, so what do you do? I start talking, and I never cover everything. But um, first and foremost, I'm a mom. I have three little people, and we're a military family. Right now my husband is deployed and has been for a little while. So I'm kind of juggling family life and handling my business and dealing with his absence all at the same time. I am an author. I have about nine titles out right now. I'm ranging from murder mystery, urban fiction, children's books, and poetry, a wide array of stuff. And I own my own business, Kenny Enterprises, and what we do is teach creative writing classes to adults and youth in the metro Atlanta area. And I also do a couple of... I do a couple of um, community events every year annually, and one of them is a book drive that I do in the summer for youth to promote summer reading. And then the other one is a little more dear to my heart, and it's a benefit event for National Sexual Assault Awareness Month in April. Um, that's okay. that's the gist of it. So there you go. That's me. That. And that's so much right there. <laughs> I'm tired at the end of your day, too. <laughs> I mean, man, that is. And, I mean, you cover so many bases. You, you're doing so many different, you're targeting so many different areas. I'm trying. So you you have to be kind of stretched thin. I am. I do have some days where you ask me, do I go by Kenny? Well, yeah, Kenny is my pen name, but my name is Kenyatta. And then there are some days when I'm like, okay, Kenny, you're going to have to sit the hell down because Kenyatta is tired. Right. <laughs> I can I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, those of us with these uh, pen names, we create these other people that handle other business, and they tend mm-hmm. to make us a little tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they take over. Yeah, Cause they are. Yeah, they are other people, yeah. and they have their own lives, and they just carry us with them. I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> no, you're definitely in agreement on that. Wow. All right, so uh, let's talk about some of your um, titles, because um, we definitely want to promote to our audience, because we have readers in our audience, and they will – Support, you know, so let's go ahead and talk about um, some of your titles. Well, my favorite right now is my Karma series, and it's contemporary women's fiction. And a brief synopsis, 
there's a woman, well, a young girl, who's kind of upset and a little bitter because she's the product of an affair and she's been a secret love child for so long, and she's kind of tired of hiding in the shadows. So now she's going around wreaking havoc on everybody's life who had anything to do with that affair and some other things that tend to go wrong in her life. Okay. So when you talk about her, does she... Does she involve herself in these other lives? Is this something that she does and nobody knows? You know, is this something done in, you know, mystique? Is she hidden? Or is she outright, you know, friend people and do these things? Like, is this it's the murder, a, it's a murder mystery? It's a little bit of both. Okay. It's a little bit of both. Okay. Some people don't understand exactly why she's in their lives and doing the things that she's doing. And then there are other people like her father, her quote-unquote father, who knows who she is, but, of course, he can't really say anything to anybody because then he'll be giving himself away, but she's openly mm-hmm. doing things to him or whatever. So it's um very interesting, very interesting. All right, and so is this one that um, is inspired by any personal experiences? <laughs> Not Exactly. I mean, at first, with the first book, I I could feel her a little bit, the main character, Mickey, I could feel her a little bit about being bitter towards her father because me and my dad don't have a great relationship, but not because I was a secret love child or anything like that. But I could understand that, um, that the dynamics of their relationship. But it's kind of like she, the character, she just took on a life form of her own. So whatever she told me to write, I wrote. (laughs) And, you know, to us, that doesn't sound crazy at all, but I'm sure <laughs> there are people who are like, uh-huh, so this is a real person in your head. Yes, all right, that is real. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, we'll keep that in mind, definitely going forward there. <laughs> Shakira, you know your characters are real to you. Oh, they always are. That's the reason why I tell everybody in this um, I'm certified for the insane. I don't even know why the hell you're trying to explain me otherwise. <laughs> all the all the characters, all the characters we have to keep this out of our heads and try and keep them all straight. You uh-huh. got to be some. You got to be some kind of crazy to be able to do it. That's a lot of personalities. <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, that day job thing, and nobody knows, like, nobody knows. When people find out that I write books, and like, you? Yeah, so I hide that so well, sometimes I scare myself. I don't know what that says about us. I don't know what that says about us. Okay, so um, I also wanted to kind of touch on your uh, children's list because that's something that we hadn't had uh-huh. here. Um, and I do think we need to do some things for the kids. Uh-huh. My, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. It was something else that caught up. My uh, children's book is called My Dad is an Army Man, and I wrote it for my kids when my husband first deployed to try to help them deal with his absence and then, of course, the mm. other children of the soldiers in his unit or whatever. So it was kind of a coping mechanism. And, you know, I'm an author. The best way I know how to help you is write something. Mhm. And that was very, that was a good way to do deal with that. So what was that um, response like 
for your kids? Well, they were ecstatic because they got to see their name in print. And then mm-hmm. they got to tell their friends, oh, look what my mommy wrote. So, you know, they were excited about that. But yeah. <laughs> I heard mm-hmm. from other um, other military families that it was, the book was um, beneficial to their children. So that was good to me to hear that other people were able to utilize the book and it helped them to deal with what they were going through at the time. Okay. So did you have that as an intention for others or was it just strictly something that you planned to do with your own kids? No, I and I, to be honest, I just sat down one day and just did it. I'm listening to my kids talk about, you know, one and daddy or whatever. So I just did it, and at first I tended to keep it, you know, just there, something for just them. But I'm not that person, really. If I can help somebody else, let me help somebody else. So I just shared it. Okay. Okay. But I mean, and that and that's. Most of the time, that's how um, good literature is created, you know, because it doesn't have a hidden agenda. It's just authentic, and that makes a difference. So um, authentic writing makes a difference. Um, So talk to us about writing like your series, your um, contemporary women's fiction, your your, um, karma, writing from that perspective of a woman, how often is your character perceived as being an extension of you in a negative way? In a negative way? Hmm. I don't know if I ever got feedback where someone thought it was me and viewed it negatively. Um, I get weird things like people, mostly men, via Facebook, wanting to know if the character is modeled after me because of some of her um, sexual activities and <laughs> some of the... <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if some that was things, going to Some of the things that she gets herself into with men, and I don't know, maybe on some... Look at me telling them myself, but maybe on some subconscious level, maybe it's a little bit of me, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, you ain't, Maybe got to explain, you ain't got to explain to them that it's exactly the case or anything like that. You know, you can always play with it a little bit. Lord knows we've all had that question at least a few times. So, I mean, you can always play with them a little bit and go, you know, well, maybe it is, maybe it's not. It's up to you to figure it out. True. That's a beautiful answer. I'm shit at. <laughs> I just don't want to encourage Facebook stalking. <laughs> um, good luck with that, sister girl. <laughs> good yeah, luck with I that. Say, I, I, I don't think you're, you're encouraging really, it. <laughs> no, it's 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 not really there yet until you've had at least one. Right. Or several. I mean, you know, one's mm-hmm. not enough. They gotta break you all the way in. You need a lot of them. <laughs> oh my god. Yep, absolutely. Oh no, trust trust me back, trust me back. It's there's no other. There's no other way. I mean, you gotta because it's, it's. We already know, having gotten into this industry in one way, shape, or form, that there's always gonna be that one chick that kind of. Now, I ain't saying it's got to be on a misery type level, but at the same time, <laughs> you still gonna have that one that's kind of like you know. I'm just trying to get some real information that don't nobody else got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Oh, yes. Are the ones that get that information in the wrong way, and then you're thinking, damn, 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 you know, I gave you this, and it's no telling how you're going to use it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that feeling, if you've not had that feeling yet, yeah, you're not ready yet. <laughs> you're not there I, I've, I've had two, and each time I was not prepared. I mean, I don't I'm think like, you okay. can be prepared. <laughs> I don't think you can. I mean, some because sometimes it shocks me the stuff. Yeah, the inbox the is a dangerous place. <laughs> yeah, the I inbox mean, is a dangerous place. I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, even even some of your more even some of the most innocent answers that you're trying to give somebody, they're still trying to take it and do what they want with it. So mm-hmm. you're kind of damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So mm-hmm. you know that's 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 that part of the corner too. So. Yeah. So, um, when you when you are writing from wherever that place is, um, what what is it that you try to impart in your writing to make it realistic? When it's something that you know you don't necessarily have experience with. Well. I don't know. I think I, I'll write it, and I try to make it as realistic sounding as possible, and then I read it back to myself to see if I can envision it. I'll close my eyes. I might have my husband or somebody else read it to me and close my eyes to see if I can really see it, to see if it's really mm-hmm. realistic. Like, mm, mm-hmm. that can't possibly happen, can you? Okay. Okay, yeah, I know. I mean, because you got to have something you know, the best writing is that which you have to go back and make sure before you put it out there and say, okay, read this mm-hmm. and you understand it. But somebody tests it for you or you test it on yourself or, you know, you, you feel that it's not, you've not done enough. You know, I don't I don't think that enough people, you know, want to truly convey that clearly or understand how that affects your readers. They have to be able to feel it. Right. So. Absolutely. So, um, Shakir, what is it that, you know, because I also want to get into the the difficulty of some of the things that, because some of us, you know, we kind of have a a common thread. Because you write, do you write any type of erotica in your, in your scene, in your writing at all? Mm -hmm. Any kind of love scene, intimacy? I like to sprinkle it, yeah, sprinkle it through the. Okay, so here's our common thread because I know Shakir. I don't even have to ask, um, <laughs> and I, I on occasion do, and I have a difficult time sometimes. Like one of these last pieces I had to do, it took me weeks to get through it. What What is it that helps you to pin those moments? I want to ask Shakir first because I don't know what she's going to say. Shakir? What's that? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I was that. trying to let you know. I was, try, I was trying to be the gentleman and let the ladies go ahead and answer that question if they like. No, we want to feed off what you say. <laughs> I'll feed. Now y'all want to go and go that direction. Okay, fine, fine. We just, fine. Okay, so when you're, when you're writing your scene, your erotic scene, what is it that helps fuel you or get you to pin it clearly. Okay, the 
the the let's see, we'll go we'll go with we'll go with two different types of answers. Um the first type of answer would be going through, you know, going through and asking friends that, you know, might be a little bit more adventurous than the norm and, you know, kind of rocking with them for a minute, just kind of giving them the, the, the open floor to, you know, let me know what they've gone and done and, you know, different things along those lines. Um, I usually kind of feed off of that a lot. Uh, that helps when it comes to things that might not be my cup of tea in terms of what I want, what my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, what my characters are doing. There might be things that my characters are doing that I may not want to indulge in, but, I, you know, I want them to go ahead and rock with it because that's part of the storyline. Um, so I'll get with, you know, I'll get with a friend that has already done that for real and be like, okay, well, give me an idea as to what you were feeling. Give me an idea as to what, you know, what sensations you were writing with, that type of thing, and kind of ran with my notes and wrote it in that particular fashion. Um the X-rated answer is, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, he had to go ahead and disclaim what the X-rated answer is. The, yes, the, the X-rated version is I can go, I can pretty much run with whatever we've done personally and just, you know, roll through my own highlight reel, if you want to say, uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to some of the experiences that shit, you know, that my wife and I have gone through and, 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 and done and all that other good stuff and whatnot. And I can mm. kind of transpose some of the people, transpose some of the places and, you know, all that other good stuff and then see what comes up and see what turns up. Um, so it could be that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you can always go through if you've, if you've got the privacy and the time to do it, um, going through different uh, different movies, different videos to see what might strike you um, and be able to kind of write what you see based on what you've seen on video. Uh, it, it's it's a lot of different ways to do it. It's just a matter of what your tolerance level is and what you can deal with while you're writing. Right. You know, I've got, I've got people, you know, I've got a, I got a contemporary that uh, that actually, as a, part of, as a part of what she was doing for a book, she actually attended a swings club. And just mm-hmm. chatted with people that were in the club with her, you know, got a chance to, you know, uh, uh, view and, and see what was going on around her and be able to kind of take notes and write things down and all that other good stuff. And, you know, the folks that were around her, they were pretty cool about it. You know, they were like, okay, cool, you know. If you decide you want to use me in your book, go ahead and do that, you know. I mean, just it's, it's a variety of different ways. It's just a matter of where mm-hmm. you get your inspiration from. Yeah. Okay, um, and we have a we have a caller, and I'm gonna let Kenny finish her um, or give her answer, and then we'll take that call. So, call it just a moment. All right. Okay. So, how do you work through your scenes? Okay, for me, it's two things: memories and fantasies. Now, memories can be. Like you said, maybe something that I've experienced or maybe something that I remember somebody else telling me that they experienced or maybe something that I saw somebody else experience and we won't go there, but, you know, memories <laughs> and then <laughs> fantasies. Exactly. We won't go there. <laughs> I got you through that out there. We won't fantasies. go there. Anyway, keep it in 
then there are fantasies which can work the same way. Maybe some things that I have thought about because, truthfully, there are probably things that we have all thought about doing or considered doing, but we really just maybe just don't have the balls to really do them. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So some some of my fantasies, and then again, maybe fantasies of people who have shared their secrets or fantasies, secret desires with me, whatever. Mix okay. it all up. There you go. Good love scene. Okay. I agree. I agree um, with both um, of those to an extent with that, the X-rated version ones, I, you know, yeah, he's different, so. Six all kinds. All right. Um, we've got a caller. I'm going to go ahead and place you on the air. Hey, Shamor. How are you, Kyler? I'm okay. God, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I didn't know you had a talk show, man. This is great. Y'all are wonderful. I just, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm so sorry. As long as we've been. Going back and forth with each other on Facebook, I'm, I, I apologize. I'm just I'm, I'm stupid sometimes, but uh, I wanted to come on and tell you thank you for being such a wonderful, wonderful friend, and for putting up with all of my shit on Facebook and my tantrums and <laughs> rants and you know this you know this white boy is crazy, and I, I sometimes I wonder why you haven't defriended me, but. I just want to thank you for being true and blue and really cool, man, you know? Oh, thank you, Kyler. You know, this world is made of all kind of people, and there is no way that I could carbon copy anyone. That would be so boring. So sometimes you give me some insight, and sometimes you give me reasons to get off Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) No matter what, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I like authentic people, and your passionate responses sometimes are just what I need to see because you mean exactly what you say so deep that you'll write a page for a comment, so it's okay. Well, I'm just so proud of you, and I, I love your guest, and everything's great, and I'll, I'll, I'll get off here and uh, not bug you all, and I'm, I'm plugging you in my network, <laughs> and I'm plugging you on all, all 27 of my platforms, and I'm going to plug your show on my show so that ought to be pretty cool and i love you all and i'll uh i'll see you okay all right well thank you kyler thank you bye all right bye all right so um for any of you that ever see kyler davenport and you've always wondered who the hell is this guy well that was him (laughs) (laughs) and he is ain't no wrong with that at all (laughs) <laughs> and he is just who he is all day long. And sometimes you just have to say, yeah, that was Kyla, and you got to keep it moving. <laughs> okay, so let's kind of touch on our topic, or let's dig into our topic. And, um, you know, and I felt like, um, Kenny, I felt like you were a good person to have on and address this topic because it's personal experience. So, mm-hmm. um the topic today. Uh, we're talking about ambitious women. And, you know, I guess we got to kind of go to Shakira. We'll let him be the resident um, definition giver. Uh, so we'll go to Shakira here in a minute so he can tell us what that constitutes, what makes up an ambitious woman. But 
you know, as an ambitious woman, what is it that you look for in your man, you know, whether that is your husband, boyfriend, you know, your life mate? What is it that you look for when you find somebody that's compatible? And then um, what is it that, that men expect when they see that woman? Because one of the things that I hear a lot of men say you know, even if it's in the inbox or, you know, they just say, oh, I like your ambition or, you know, and what is it that you expect when you talk about this ambitious woman? What is it you expect to see? What is she supposed to be like? How is she supposed to behave in your relationship? I just, I'm really curious because men sometimes ask for certain things and that's not really what they want. So mm-hmm. let's go to our resident male perspective. Um <laughs> I don't even know how to feel about that one now I All know, right. like you're my testosterone You see how I'm balancing that out today? It's not yeah, my testosterone true. on this line tonight This is true, this is true Intentional <laughs> Y'all got my ass last week <laughs> look, look, it, look, it is not my fault You got caught up the way you got caught up I tried to warn you and you still rock with it So I, I can't do nothing you, You're supposed to be on my team You're supposed to be on my back I was I'm, gonna I about this. I'm not going to go on and move on I'm better, I'm healing I'm getting better <laughs> All right now, <laughs> so what is what is what constitutes this ambitious woman? What makes a woman ambitious? And I'll share some of the things that people said on Facebook because I, I asked that question. Okay, I, I thought about it for a minute, um, and, and you know, I, I took different examples, uh, different women that I've, you know, that I've grown to to respect and crush on, and all that other good stuff over the years, and some of the things that 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 have really caught my attention is really the it's 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 never the smartest woman in the planet you know, in the room, um, or anything like that. I mean that does help but it's not the the, the, <laughs> the all the end all be all determining factor per se. Um Okay. It's probably it's always the one that can persevere. The one that can actually grind out, you know, for mm-hmm. the longer you know, for the for the long haul. Um because eventually what will end up happening is, is that perseverance eventually starts to pay off big time. Um, and, and then you mix that in with a little bit of risk-taking um, and, and, you know, that type of thing, and then be able to mix it in with a little bit of faith on top of that uh, because, you know, sometimes there's going to be there's going to be that there's going to be that staircase that you don't see and you still need to take that step whether you see it or not. Um, you know, when you got those that are able to do that, you know, you got to give respect where respect is due. Um and those are those are the ones that really, you know, that that really stood out for me uh, more than anything else. Just to give a quick definition, I think. Mhm. Okay. And then some other guys felt like um, it was how close she was to her dream. She was um, halfway or, or making her movements toward whatever she it is that she has as an aspiration. Um, one of my favorite friends on Facebook said um, her personal goals that she set out to achieve on a daily basis. So it's something that she's aspiring for every day. You know, so I'm, I'm guessing that's not the major, the ultimate, but it's that one thing. And I'm guessing the the, the ability to, to plan for it daily. Um, and then um, 
another uh, man said, an ambitious woman knows what she wants and works towards her goal. Everything outside of that comes and goes. So it's also that ability to, to discern what isn't important. So those are the things that guys feel like makes a woman ambitious. So in being considered that ambitious woman, what is it that um, you look for when you're trying to find that, or what is it that you need in your in your your mate, your spouse, your your significant other? So, Kenny, what what do you think an ambitious woman is looking for? Speaking for myself personally, I need somebody that's going to a understand what it is that I'm doing. So if I'm sitting at the dinner table making a business call real quick, like I need you not to get pissed about that because I need you to understand I'm trying to handle some business because I'm trying to get somewhere. Because ultimately if I get there, you're with me, you get there too. I also Mm -hmm. need somebody that has some ambition of their own. To me, ambition is a sexy thing to have, and if you lack it, then you're just not that sexy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I also need somebody that's going to be supportive. I need you to understand what I'm doing, but I need you to be supportive too. So if that means I can't cook dinner tonight, you need to do it, then you need to go cook dinner so I can handle this business. Right. Don't argue with me about that. Um, I need somebody who who also understands that even though I'm I'm strong, strong-willed, ambitious, hard-working woman, and I can take care of myself and do for myself, I need you to understand that I still need you to care for me and do for me. Mm-hmm. Even though mm-hmm. I'm capable of doing all of that on my own, I still need you to, to make me feel like a woman because I think sometimes some men – I've never met a man a day in my life, so I really can't speak for you. But I think that some men think that highly ambitious women um, don't need a man. Well, I'm going to answer that question for you, darling. Um, As much as I hate to say that the perception perception and reality are are very, very close, technically speaking, they tend to be nine times out of ten. They 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 have this thing where they've gotten to be they've gotten to be in the driver's seat for so long that they don't want to be in the passenger seat when it's time to be. And it's not through it's not through a fault it's not through a fault it's not through a fault of their own or anything of that nature. It's the force of habit. When you're used to being when you're used to being in the driver's seat, it's very difficult okay. for you to step aside. You know, it's very difficult for you to step aside and have the trust in the person that's going to take over the wheel. Hmm. So in that regard, I can understand why there's always that perception, so to speak, when it comes to women of ambition and women who are successful once they've gotten to that ambitious point that they feel like they really don't need anyone because they've been so used to being there by themselves for so long that they don't worry about having somebody there. And you have to look at you know, what people base their thoughts, you know, thoughts off of. They're looking from an outward perspective, and that's how they base their thoughts. And then sometimes what they interpret is not always what it really 
what reality is. For example, when you're saying that, that's not all relationships, but it depends on uh, the seamstress skills of that woman. And when I say that, what I mean is if I have the ability to probably be the, the head of the household in the fact that I earn the money and I run the, the house, but if I'm a good seamstress, and I weave into that the fact that you feel like you're running things, uh-huh. then when people look from the outside in, that's what it looks like. It looks like you're the head of the household. And so nobody calls that out. Nobody says anything about that. That doesn't alarm anyone. It's when that role is reversed and we're out on the town and I look like the dominant figure and I look like I'm the one who's running everything and then that's when other men think less of him because I'm the dominant person and he looks like a punk. And that's the perception they walk away with. And, you know, we generalize so much. So we see that one situation and we're thinking, yeah, see, when women earn the most money and have the better job, they just treat their men like punks. Well, that's not necessarily true. That's just how you were able to perceive that one, and then you generalize it. Can't argue with that. But, you know, it's just, like I said, it's it's, it's a combination of the two, um, at least from my perspective, from, from my perception of things. Um, having, deal, having dealt with women who understand exactly the way that you're, that you're presenting it and they're able to make it look like so, you know, okay, more power to them at that point. Then you got those that, regardless of what man they get with, whether the man is just as dominant as she is or whether the man is, you know, not as dominant as she is, she still insists on basically being a supernova. And that doesn't always work from a healthy relationship perspective. Um, It's the reason why most of them end up single and and then they stay that way. You know, it's just because they're not willing they're not willing to understand that there is still some compromise that has to be had. And it doesn't it doesn't make you any lesser of a woman than it does making him any lesser than a man. Right. Okay, we had a caller, but I don't know because you <clears throat> didn't want to speak or you want to speak. Let me know if you still want to speak. <laughs> you had your hand up. Now it's down. Now I want to turn your mic on and you don't want to talk, so let me know. <laughs> um but I agree, I agree. And I, I just think, you know, it's so hard to say it's one way or it's another way because that's not necessarily true. So, okay, we have a caller. Um, area code is 323. You're on the air. Hey, what's good? How are you? What's good, Ron? What's up, man? I see you breaking it down <laughs> for him, playboy. I have my days. I have my days. <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate the two ambitious women on here. You guys are really making strides and achievements in your own personal way. Uh, I was just going to say, um, my biggest thing is, like, just getting credit for what we do do, you know, like, when we do help out when women are going to school, we help out with homework or pay for school or pay for tuition and books, you know, take care take care of kids, babysit kids, you know, 
or, you know, try to inspire them with messages in the morning, like, hey, you know, no matter how rough the day is, you know, I you know I got you. Or like, you know, she was talking about like if she got a if she got a long day, she can tell me she got a long day and then like when she get in, if I'm in before she in, yeah, the food's done. Or, you know, I just go pay pay for Pizza Hut. And it seems like sometimes we just don't get credit for what we do do, you know what I mean? And then the other big thing um, that get me is like sometimes sometimes the dream is just to be a big consumer. So I, sometimes I think they get ambition messed up because like technically women are $6 billion worth of consumers. So I definitely would like it to be $6 billion of investors and basically be able to really protect their family. You know what I mean? But when it, because a lot of, a lot of, a lot of dreams are just debt. And then I wish they would learn the difference between liability and assets. A lot of stuff is just debt. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to make the, so you're saying what? With that last part? I'm saying. What was that one? I don't know that. I'm saying on that aspect, like I said, if you tell me you're ambitious, you get a dream. Oh, yeah, I want me, I want me a big house. Would you, would you, okay, so how much are we going to save after we buy the big house? Oh, I want me a $20,000 kitchen that you're not going to cook in because you're so busy making money. Oh, I want to pay twenty, thirty more thousand for this private school for them to be there for what, first grade all the way to 12th grade, so we're going to spend... Um, over two hundred thousand dollars on formal education, then another two hundred on them to get their degree. So basically, like five hundred thousand to educate one child. So what are we? What are we going to save, and what are we leaving the kids? What What are we going to save, or what are What are we going to? How are we going to make the money? The ambitious money. How we make the money? Make money. Instead of just buying things, because right now ambitious women are supporting the mall. Oh, wow. that was your point. That that was that wow. was your that was your three sixty. We got it. Okay, I was just waiting. I'm listening for the name. That's okay. I got it now. So you were saying that the ambitious women, not necessarily building wealth, they're rich. They're supporting the capitalist system, however, building that sustainable wealth that's something that's returning to their kids and carrying on, that's not happening. That's where you were going with that, right? Yes, it's not happening. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I was just, you know, trying to I'm trying to get it. Okay. So is it I mean and and is that is that where you step in? As that ambitious woman's man, and then you bring no, that to her. No, what attention. we try to do, what we try to do is, you know, you try to step in. Like I didn't step in, and then you have conflict because you know she does make, you know, she can, she does make more money. But if you tell her, like, look, it might be better for us to get some apartment buildings before we get the dream house, so we can be making money off the renters, or well, we can be making money off the investments. Or hey, you got all these ideas. Yo, it's make a non-profit. But they, they heart is set on the dream house. Yo, let me pull my money out and, go, and pull my money away. Yeah, go do the dream house and make no money. 
Oh, and then when the market hit, when the market went, when the market went down, it was upside down. Now they stuck there. But yeah, I mean, and, and then you know, now you're talking business here. I mean, because you don't have the the rule of seven, and then we're gonna have time changes, and what was once up is now down, and what's once down is now up, and it's the market, and it's playing the, the game. So yeah, okay, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like um, the same amount of money you spend on high yield shoes, can we invest in stock? Can we invest in RIA? Can we get a mutual fund? Same amount of money you spend on the silly purses. And, uh, every woman are, are building extra closets for purses. You know, can we can we invest that? All right. So, uh-huh. um, I mean, you, you know, you're entitled to your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, one one of the things that I was going to say, and it kind of plays into this, is as an ambitious woman um, and what you need in your man or in your relationships, whether business or romantic, is balance. There has to be a balance on all perspectives, whatever those main important goals, because Every relationship is different. And what makes one more sustainable than another is based on those two people involved. So the balance is necessary. With respect, you have to give respect to the things you have to give on because there's going to have to be some give because that traditional sense of what a woman's role is in the house with the kids, cooking and cleaning, making home all Martha Stewart yeah, remember, every day. There I, has to be I some give, away. but you have to respect the gift on both ends. She has to respect that, damn, I can't do everything. And he has to respect, damn, she can't do everything, but it doesn't lessen her as a person, doesn't lessen her as a woman, doesn't lessen her as a mother, a wife. That doesn't lessen her. It's just what I'm giving up. It's what we're willing to compromise in order for her to sustain whatever it is her dream is, because that's what has to be the focus. It can't just be the money. It has to be a focus on the dream, because what if my dream was to recycle all across America? I might not make, make a nickel, but that's my dream. So if you support me in that, and we, have our gift, and we have our gifts and those things that, are, that we're willing to compromise on, then it's okay for me to do that and not make a whole bunch of money and still have some passion for it. So... Okay, what I need to do is I need to bring Ron on because it is his wind up time. So oh, what? Jerome. I'm gonna have yes. to cut your mic, sweetheart. All right. All right, All right, good. So. All right bro. Thank you for calling in. For sure. All right, Kenny, so this part of our show is called The Wind Up, and this is where Ron comes in and he shares his wind-up topics with us. Um, and all I'm going to say is have a seat and take a drink because it ain't no damn <laughs> It ain't yeah, no damn was... tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, Maybe this should be... be fun. Maybe he'll be all right today. I don't know. Nah, this should definitely be fun. 
Hi, Ryan. How are we doing this evening? We're good, sir. All right. All right. How you doing, brother? I'm good to go, baby. What's going on? All right, all right. And so I guess, how are you this evening? I'm good. I'm sitting up here, like, not sure if I should be scared of what's about to come out your mouth. <laughs> nah, no fear, no fear. Just, like she said, just have a seat. Let him do his thing. Oh, boy. I mean, I don't... I don't want the introduction to you know to intimidate you or anything. I'm not I'm, I'm not coming to start no trouble. Shamor has a habit of you know exaggerating from time to time. I have a habit of what? <laughs> Telling oh, the truth. Say it again. Telling the truth. Say it again. Did I say that out loud? I thought I said that in my head. I'm sorry. Yeah, that hole oh, in your head it, leaking out. And it starts. <laughs> what? <laughs> You know, it's funny, I'm listening to the ambition thing, and it kind of ties into what I wanted to say, just because um, it can stagnate your ambition when you run into this, what I'm about to talk about. Oh, and shit. basically, I, I just want to give my, my my heartfelt, you know, empathy to all of us gentlemen out there who have crazy baby mothers. <laughs> Everybody who has impregnated a mentally crazy woman, my feelings go out to you. And and I just need to let us all know inboxing me, we need to form some kind of coalition, some kind of group, Facebook, what have you, Twitter, Instagram, whatever we need to do, because we need to support each other. It is getting ridiculous. Um, I, I just need to get that off real quick because I'm, I'm seeing it time and time again. I'm talking to my partners. I'm like, oh, you got one too. And, and and it's it's just the proliferation of 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 these demented women are just and don't get me wrong I love women. You well, almost everything. answered the question proliferation prophylactics use a condom I'm sorry go ahead. <laughs> you ain't never lie you ain't you you are absolutely telling the truth but sometimes you don't know this until after the getting good gets good. <laughs> You don't know that they hide. Remember what you were saying, Shakira? You talk to their representative, so you dealing with their representative. Next thing you know, the real her come out and she's certifiable. So the craziness has been maxed until after you have sex. Uh, listen, I'm not perfect. <laughs> I, I understand sometimes. I'm a no, no, no. But let me ask. Let me ask. Let me just say: Is it really? Is it really that the craziness was maxed, or were you just blinded to the craziness until after the sex? I, wait, I, I, I'm sorry. There must be some kind of static on the line. I can't hear that. <laughs> there must be some kind of interference. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> well, you're utterly I mean, ridiculous. I'm, I'm, <laughs> No, that's what I wanted to give this week because I mean, I mean, from time to time, I'll give some positivity. I'll throw a question out there. Today, I, I, I just need people to commiserate with me because. So I, you, I, this I, is your PSA to form some kind of a united coalition of baby mama daddies. I don't, I don't, uh, know. I, I don't know if I want to phrase it just like that, but um, you, you're in the ballpark. You're in the ballpark. <laughs> 
That's ridiculous. You wasted air time. <laughs> no, it's not a waste. It's not a waste. Trust me, it's not a waste. It's an investment. Put your Johnson up. That's all she got to do. Oh, Jesus. Just hold it a little longer. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, listen. Right, exactly. It could have been laundry. I understand this. Sometimes we make <laughs> Oh, son of a bitch. Been a I, I don't know, but you right. change it. Something like lotion. I understand. I'm clear. Right. But, you know, oh. sometimes things happen. <laughs> All right. Just can you be quiet for a second? Yes, ma'am. We we have a we have a caller. Oh. This caller is incognito, so. Just gonna have to turn the mic on. I don't know what this is, guys. This was private caller. It's probably a mosh. Yeah, on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a mosh. Oh, not a mosh. Son of a bitch. The dead has arisen. What's up with you, baby? Good gracious life, boy. You got you are you doing all right, man? Man, I you know I'm I'm down a little bit, but you know what I'm saying I'm still a little bit hyped up for tonight. You feel me? Yeah, yeah I feel you. Look at that! He has arisen, Lazarus, babe. How you doing? Man, I'm cooling, I'm cooling, and a little pain, but you know what I'm saying. I'm tapping it, I'm tapping it. How about yourself? Well, I'm happy now that you're alive, and, you know, I need to hang up on Ron because, you know, something's going to happen if you and Ron are on the line. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I ain't going to touch bases on that topic tonight, but you know what I'm saying? Got to come and show the show love, you know? Oh, so I had you all geared up. That was my surprise for the evening, but I'm not going to play it now. Yeah, you can still play it because I ain't, no, I ain't okay. you know, told the rest of that, you know. No, because, you um, know, at some point you had to do the RJ thing and you just started rambling, random ass stuff. <laughs> so I'm not going to play it. Yeah. This, that's, I mean, everybody, RJ, you know, it's been almost a month since we had RJ on, and there is RJ. And, you know, I think I have to watch he and Ron because they have these, Dramatic way of not doing their job, and well, I think well, you know, that since I'm Ron gonna, is I'm working, RJ, he's trying to you know <laughs> call in sick on the one day a week he works. <laughs> yeah, he works one day a week. He call in sick because he don't want to turn on Twitter and get our comments out. So it's okay. I mean, you know, we still support you in your struggle. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, but you know, well, I don't pay. I don't I pay unemployment benefits, homie. Just <laughs> I think oh, we need a union, brother. Yeah, well, you know, you know, I'm gonna get her back a little bit later on. You know, Betty, I'm gonna get her after the show. You know what I'm saying? So y'all want to <laughs> share with me? We're gonna keep this ambition thing going, man. Hashtag me ambitious WD. We're gonna keep this going. You know. Mm, okay, so you work in Twitter? I ain't working Twitter right now. Right now, I'm trying to dog on, get on this wine and all of that crazy stuff. 
Right. That wine had you on your ass. I'm just saying, birthday boy. <laughs> Wasn't no party well, like a birthday party, was it? I tell you. Uh-huh. All right, yeah, RJ. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you called in. Yeah, shout out to the guests, man. Yeah, cause I heard everything, you know. So, man, yeah. Thank so, Miss York, Kenny, I'm here. Yeah. So he was shouting out. So this is how art. You have to when when RJ talks. You know, it takes us a minute to process to realize he's talking to us because <laughs> it's just something in how he talks. You have to go. Oh wait, that was for me. So he was just telling you. you know, he was shouting you out. Oh, thank you. That's all that RJ can do. I I got to do it different. You know me, man. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna let you get back over there in your um, isolation room, looking like Michael Jackson, because you. Nah. <laughs> Actually, this is the last week. This is the last week that you know I'm resting. Um, okay. Next week I'll be back on tour doing all of that crazy stuff. So. That's what got you. My uh, you might need that. to kind of do that a little bit less. That's what got you sick. So just saying. Yeah. Hey, work got to be done. Bills ain't going to get paid right. sitting around now. Oh, man. <laughs> That's going to make you old fast. Well, hey, you know. All right. right well, going back going back in the white room, we, we'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, I ain't going to wear the sweater now. I ain't going to get that little sweater tied in my hands behind my back or whatever. <laughs> Straight jacket? No, that comes when you get better. <laughs> You're all crazy. Oh, no, I can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> all right, RJ, goodbye. But y'all be, be good, even. Right. Absolutely. All right. So that was a nice surprise because I didn't even know he was going to call in, so that was cool. Um, oh, absolutely. And I know you've been missing him, Shakira. I know. I know you've been missing him. Look, it's hey, look, quite it's, like it's, RJ. It's not a show unless RJ's at the end of it, man. I mean, it's it's been that. That's probably why we've been so crazy the last few weeks. You're right, because you got to have balance. And he was our homegrown crazy. <laughs> and then, you know, we invited extra crazy on, and it wasn't balanced. It was just one crazy-ass <laughs> in and not another. That seesaw exactly. was only... Up. I mean, because Ron wasn't even crazy enough for some of the people we've had on. So, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> it's been a show. Um, It's been a month. How about that? So, so Ron. Hey, yes, so, Ron. Are you, now you don't want to talk, Ron? Oh, yes. I was asking here. about your... Um, Tell me what type of ambition did you see in these baby mamas that, you know, this baby mama that you. All right. Not the, First of all, we're not going to um, make this a plural thing. It is definitely singular. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not okay. spread among many crazy women. It's just one uno crazy, uno loca. <laughs> oh, okay, but okay. That, 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 that being said, I mean, honestly, you know, <laughs> Everything has to see, and it's crazy. We trying to mow the lawn in the winter. There ain't no grass in the winter. So 
sometimes the seasons outgrow their self, you know, craziness starts to set in. So, you know, sometimes you have to part when the seasons change as opposed to trying to stick around and you're in the wrong season. You know Does that what? make sense? You know what? I hate... I hate news that have to speak in riddle. It's almost like talking to a pimp. <laughs> it's almost like talking to a pimp. You ask one question, and then they give you this whole damn soliloquy that don't make no sense. You don't be mad because I, I hey, you listening slow, because I know I ain't speaking fast. <laughs> you listening slow. Wow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> This dude right here, I'm telling you. Oh, goodness. Oh, RJ, don't text me. Anyhow, text him. I don't be jumping on my homie, Ron. Ron ain't about nothing. Oh, mercy. Yeah, this was definitely needed tonight, I swear to God. Oh, gosh. I can't handle it on the text and in my ear. Run. run. I'm trying to bring the the start, the, the conversation back to the topic, and you're not a All right, well, let me say this. Let me say this. One thing, there's one thing that is sexiest about a woman, and that is ambition. It is. So this is the, the woman that you yeah. made your baby mama. All right, so you're going back. I thought we were trying to move forward. You're going back. Okay, let's go back. Let's back. Well, I said, I, you, you knew it was coming, bro. I mean, Kenny didn't get her answer. I mean, I don't even know what to tell you on that one, bro. You know how women are when they don't get their Look, you know, you know how women are when they don't get their answers, dude. They will continue to ask the question. You know this. I don't even know why this is right. even a shock. Yes, Kenny, right. Kenny I'm let me now. ask you something, Kenny. Mhm. Kenny. Okay. Yeah. Did, didn't we ask? Or okay. Didn't I ask him what was the ambition that he saw in the baby mama? Yes. Did he answer us? No. That's what I thought. I'm just saying. That's what I thought. Yeah. Balls to the wall, baby. You might as well get it out of the way, so otherwise we're gonna be stuck right here until twelve o'clock. All right. See, this is this is where I'm coming from. As I said before, we make mistakes. <laughs> so, so maybe at that point in my life, I wasn't saying, "Ooh, ooh, ooh, where's your ambition at?" I, <laughs> that wasn't necessarily the question number one. No, he was that saying, "Where your booty at?" Exactly. Son of a bitch. Whatever. I I said boss to the wall. He just didn't hear me. Got somebody. Okay. <clears throat> Did we yeah, talk I about I oh, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Really? Are you really done? You I'm know done. that us winning that, that that easily, like. All right, okay, I'm back. can I help you? Can I help you? I'm back. <laughs> I don't think you can. You can you can attempt. Okay, I just want you to go ahead and admit that it didn't matter. 
And the reason that you could not answer is because there was no ambition and it didn't matter because you were thinking with the wrong head. I wouldn't go that far. And and and, and, and if you want a hundred percent honest. You need to look in the chat room. Oh the chat room is eating up, Ron. I love it. Oh my god, I I I Ron, it's okay to admit to the truth. You know that, right? That's right here we but go. But it's not necessarily the truth. It's 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 a stereotypical truth, but it's not a no. truth that fits my story. Okay, well tell us the truth that fits your story because we're tired of these political answers. What? I mean, he should be a politician, kind of like my president. The reason that I became a father, the reason I chose to become a father is because um, I used to work right next to the World Trade Center. So when 9-11 happened, I went through a little spiritual thing of um, what have I left the world, and, and I was thinking about my legacy and things of that nature. So I said, you know what, let me... Have a seat. So that is the mental process I was going to of why I actually said I wanted to have a child. So it had nothing to do with actually not thinking about that when I met that one. So I hear your okay. answer, and it's good. It's, 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 it's a generic answer, but it's not a specific one that was to my story. But it's entertaining. It's just, it's a, let's, let's, let's go with yours. Let's go with yours. You got us. You got us so good. See how that works. You got us okay. all in check. Now we all in check. It was real deep. You was real deep with that answer. About as deep as you were in that woman. I'm sorry. How did that? Where's that? Where's that from? Oh, OMG. That, that like that's about as shallow. That was about as shallow as a cubicle. I'm sorry. I'm not deep. Father gets deep. Yes. Father does get deep. Yes. You are absolutely accurate. <laughs> that was. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> you ain't never lie. You ain't never lie. Obviously, it was really going to go ahead and degenerate as it normally does right before the show's over. The streaks continue. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. This is quality radio right here. Okay. What I will say say is that I appreciate your answer, Ron. I definitely appreciate your answer because that's very touching. And it's nice to know that you have a heart. So you were so concerned with your legacy. Your legacy was really, really important to you. So you, it didn't matter, you know, what the other part of the DNA was as long as you procreated. It had another part And And as selfish as that sounds, yes, that would be an accurate statement. Okay. Yeah, get it accurate. So next time you should give them a questionnaire and some, you know, psychological thought. Whoa, 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 there's no next time. What do you mean next time? That's not happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> she met you up that day that it's no next time? Mm-hmm. The next daddy I'm going to be is a granddaddy. Wow. 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 I'm good. Thank you very kindly. Next subject. Oh, I'm just, could you, <laughs> hold on, because I'm writing that down. I need to stamp and, and date that. Today's date, date August 21st. 
If you come around here, if you come around here, if you come around here talking about baby showers, it's gonna be problems. Oh, you are absolutely right. You just said on the air, it's not gonna happen again. Listen, if you want a hundred percent truth, I'm thinking about being a snip. I promise uh, you that there uh, is a woman somewhere that's ambitious enough to get that out of you. <laughs> there, there have been scores of women who've been ambitious enough to get it out of me. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> keep talking. You just keep on revealing. <laughs> All right, oh, yeah. this is the way it was gonna go down. Y'all thought I was playing, and it. Oh, just, I, it <laughs> I'm not even helping. I'm not. Even, I just. I, I already let you told talk. you. I already told you. I all you had to do was just sit down and let it happen. <laughs> Ron. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate me too. That's good. You probably you're probably the only one. Every day, twice a day. Aside from. <laughs> Was that you, boss? <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, boss, you're just terrible tonight. I'm sorry. I apologize. I hope it's not every day, twice a day, week. because I heard rumors that you go blind. That I did what? That you go blind if it's every day, twice a day. That would be horrible. Wow. I don't know. Ron, we we don't want you to lose your eyesight. But all right, someone all right. else appreciate no, you. You're gonna stop slandering me. All right, that's you're gonna stop doing that. So I'm not gonna accept this. I I will take legal actions. I'm very litigious. You're not gonna be talking about me on the street. No, I'm not gonna have this. Okay. Okay, Maj. Okay, we gotta move on because okay. you know Ron is material for an entire night. Yes. Okay, so right, um, let's get back to, to our guest. So what did you say, Ron? Nothing at all. Please continue. Let's get back to our guest because I know she's probably thinking, where the hell did this take a turn? I already <laughs> told her where it was. It was just a matter of sitting down and watching it go left. <laughs> I, 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 did, I, did I or did I not warn you? It went left and down the corner and around the block. <laughs> See, and I told you that's exactly what was going to happen. Just sit down and just watch the train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kenny, this is why we save stuff for the end of the show, because I never know what to expect with Ron. And then RJ showed up, and we haven't had RJ for, like, a month. And RJ has always derailed the train, always. So to have the two of them working against everything that is righteous at one time. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask my lawyer to just step in for RJ now. You can't talk about him like that. That's unacceptable. What the you heck is going on with you and RJ? Himself. Like, He's defending you in text messages, and you on air defending him. Please. 
I mean, right is right and wrong is wrong. You can't talk. The man's not going to defend himself. I think you hear everything I say about him. He's still on the line. I'm not doing anything behind his back. You don't have to defend our right. day. Okay. Say no more. I'm not scared of him. <laughs> okay. Um. So, <clears throat> Kenny, let's go ahead and put on the air the things that, um, you know, ways that they can get your literature and, you know, maybe people want to donate to your annual um, drives or, you know, book drive and all of that. So where can they get information about all of the things that you have your hands in? Information about the book and the different events, all of that can be found on my website at www.kennyyork.com, and that's spelled K-E-N-N-I-Y-O-R-K. And, of course, on Facebook and Twitter. But on Facebook, you're you're not Kenny. Kenyatta. On Facebook, I'm Kenyatta York, but there's also a page for... Kenny York. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. And um, you have any upcoming events? I know you do. I know you do. Um, not my own personal event, so to speak, but I will be at the um book fair in September in Atlanta. What is it? You. U-B-A-W-A Book Fair in Atlanta, and then I'll be in Texas in October for the National Black Book Festival. And That's where I am. Yeah. In Texas? I mean, I'm in Texas. Yeah. Okay, so that's cool. Yeah, I'm in Texas. That's cool. So we'll have to see if we can't hook that up, too. Yeah. Absolutely. And I thought I thought that maybe you and Shakira had crossed paths with something because you know two authors in Atlanta. But I know that doesn't necessarily mean that you know each other. But Shakira's in Atlanta, so y'all should like you know organize a book signing or something. Or something. I got no problem with that. We'll have to we'll have to ride that. See what that see what turns up. Definitely hit yeah. me up on Facebook. We'll work now. Be careful. Uh oh. Lord, here we go with this uh, madness again. Okay, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way right now. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna say this. We're gonna say this like I said this last week. I am a hedonist. I am not a heathen. There is a difference. <laughs> no, no. I, I was just saying. I'm not. No, don't take it. You taking it all wrong. I'm not taking it wrong at all. I'm just making sure that I go ahead and throw myself under the bus before you decide you want to try it. <laughs> I would never Smart throw man. you under the bus. See it. Quit lying. Wow. <laughs> but either way, <laughs> way Kenny, here's the deal. <sighs> she, knows, she knows just like the rest of the folks in the chat room and the rest of the folks on Facebook. I am a tremendously shameless flirt. So it is what it is. <laughs> okay. 
there's a difference, though. He's a flirt. He's not a stalker. Okay. No, I'm not a stalker. I'm just a hedonist. I'm just saying we talked There's about the stalking earlier. He's There's not gonna show up in your inbox and you know, as you would color your panties. He doesn't do that kind of stuff. No, hell <laughs> well, no. Well, not unless you ask him or give him the okay to <laughs> Oh God. Well, I Ladies. guess I have been forewarned. <laughs> yes. Forewarned is always forearmed. That way you know exactly what you're dealing with. I'm just glad you're not talking about me no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I'm sitting here going, how can I pull this back on Ron and his baby mama drama? <laughs> we can talk about you if you want to. <laughs> Imaj. <laughs> she just throws it in there every now and then. <laughs> it was going to happen. I mean... It's okay. It's but okay. No one's going to talk about Ron anymore. I'm, I wasn't going to was even put everything out there about, <laughs> about Shakir, but he just ran with it. <laughs> Look, you know, sometimes you got to jump in front of that bus because we know you're a bus driver. Any <laughs> 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 other questions? <laughs> I don't do it. It's not me. I don't. I never throw you guys under the bus. I would never do that. That would be so selfish of me. Selfish, she says. I see. Wait a minute. Selfish. I see, said the blind man. Right. Now, I have been victim of the bus a time and time. Me, yeah, so when's the book signing? So when's the book signing? Imaj, Imaj, Imaj. That's my girl. Sweetheart, my darling, sweetheart. I'm a straight shooter, you know it. Okay, but Imaj, um, estrogen ovaries unite, you know, it's about women over here. (laughs) That's something, like, you could handle, like, you could, like, Slide that over on a text or inbox. Don't put that out there in front of the guy. You know what? Hmm. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to say I'm going to keep my mouth closed. Thank you. Much better. Much better. I have a hole in my tongue because I just did it. <laughs> Kenny, this is a difficult cruise that I work with um, because you never know when they will push you out of the driver's seat of that bus and take over and run your ass over with it. That happens <laughs> often. The what? The what? Ah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens to me a lot. Um, and sometimes at the hands of the only other female support I have. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, I was just no. waiting on see. And she just and she just popped right back into the driver's seat of the bus. On to the next <laughs> exactly. But, but okay. he did recognize right. he said back into the seat because that would imply that she ran over me with the bus. Exactly. It was ten points for me, <sighs> twenty five points for she kids, and you just hit with the module to fifty points. 
You ran yeah, over everybody. You won the game. <laughs> and I'm still right. with 10 points. I'm the one in the, just in the end. Just everybody jumps on me all at once. Shame on you guys. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> Look, I'm just a guest. I'm trying to stay in the passenger seat so I don't get ran over. And there you go. See? Smart woman. Smart, smart woman. <laughs> oh, but of course. Oh, but of course. <laughs> okay, so, um, Ron. Yes, this is your, um, I'm giving you these last few minutes before we, we kind of start to sign off. Um, if you had 60 seconds to say whatever you want to say to the baby mama, what would you say? Go ahead, right now, 60 seconds, go. I don't need that long. I'm sorry. It's my fault, all of it. Dang, I like that. <laughs> it's it's easier that way for me to accept it. It's easier for me to accept it because then I can solve it. If I let you accept it, then you gotta solve it. So it's my fault. I did it. I'm, 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 I'm a piece of shit. Tell me what you want. Um, how can we move on? Wonderful answer. I like when you blame yourself. That means it's less that I have to say. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's like I busted on autopilot right now. I just I, I drove it and I threw myself under it. I know. <laughs> to bottle that, that up. Was that was another man. That was great. Yes, we do. Hey, you should write that in your book. What's the title no, of your book? No, never. See, now you're in trouble. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. But everybody needs to be ready for your book because it's absolutely, gonna be absolutely. It's gonna be fabulous. It's gonna be very interesting. How come I hear the smile on your face through the phone? <laughs> I can just cold, busted. You heard it too. <laughs> Just so cold, but see, I think we all heard it. Thank you. Okay, Good. Well. Okay, well, guys, um, because I'm in trouble, <laughs> and I just no way around. I have no more excuses. I'm gonna go ahead and call the show. So we really, really enjoy having you. Miss York, it was great to finally get to put a voice, a space, communicating with you. Um, and we're definitely going to go ahead and um, I'm going to run your um, um, post again so that, because I know um, most of your information is on there for where to find your book and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to run it again. So if um, the listeners want to get that information, I'm going to run it on my page uh, again so you can get it off of there. Um, and hopefully we'll get some more supporters, and because that's what it's all about. We like to support each other because there's enough room for everybody to be there. Absolutely. Um, yes, thank you. <clears throat> getting rid of um, dead weight. So Ron, I mean, I didn't mean it like that, but I'm just, well, maybe I did. Um, so I'm telling everybody good night. 
And Shakir, you have any last words? You got like a minute. <laughs> nah, I'm good actually. I mean, it, it, this was definitely a fun night, and uh, Kenny, definitely keep doing what you're doing, darling. And you know, we'll definitely keep the eyes on for you. Awesome. Hit me up on Facebook for a little, okay? Yeah, not a problem. Okay. Well, I'm turning mics off. Everybody have a great Wednesday night. Um, some of us need to just take our behinds to bed, rest our minds, so we'll be prepared for those um, Thursdays because that's a whole nother fight. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Play nice. Time is now on everything. Took my heart away from money. I ain't interested in fame. And I pray that never change. Ambition is priceless. It's something that's in your veins. And I put that on my name. Uh, only hope I had was selling dope. Was on my grind cause times was harder than the seller float. My mama told me never steal and never sell a folks. I grew up looking up the niggas that was selling coke. Oh, I was raised by the stop sign. No religion, I was getting saved by the Glock 9. By the minute, I was getting paid like a hotline. Serving raw, things called. We was dot com. Well connected, well respected, and well protected. And get accepted. Was rejected, now they regret it. And get my message. Was the signal when I was texting. The niggas I was calling was fraud, and I learned my lesson. Now I move with aggression. Use my mind as a weapon. Cause chances are never given. They took them like interception. Back. Me and Florin, them MG gon' bring that one of them. Easy to dream, a dream, though, what's harder to live? They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream, a dream, though, what's harder to live? They gon' love me for my ambition.